Hello and welcome to the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. We are based in North Liverpool and we provide compassionate end-of-life care to around 200 patients every year. My name is Zoe and over the next six episodes we're going to meet lots of interesting people and find out all about St Joseph's Hospice and its place in the heart of our community. We will be talking to staff, volunteers and families about the hospice and their own personal experiences of it, which we hope will help you to learn more about hospice care and the very special place that is St Joseph's Hospice. So, on to this week's show. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. Today we're going to be talking about our patients and the amazing work that our nurses and carers do to support our patients and their families. So today I've got Sarah and Shannon with me for for this episode. So if you'd just like to introduce yourselves. Hi, my name's Sarah and I'm a staff nurse at St Joseph's Hospice. Hi, my name is Shannon and I'm a healthcare assistant at St Joseph's Hospice. Well, thank you both for being here. It's lovely to, to have you on this episode of the podcast. So I think we'll start with um, if you can both explain a little bit about what the role of a hospice nurse is and then what the what the role of a, a healthcare assistant is, just to give people a little bit more information about what it is you do. The role of the staff nurse within the hospice is to really facilitate the care on a um, shift-by-shift basis, depending on whether we're doing a long day or a night shift. Um, The staff nurse will um, organise the healthcare um, and uh, enlighten them to any problems or issues that might come up within the shift. Um, It also looks at some of the practical issues, but also um, liaising with families and letting them know um, where or how the, the relative is. And my role is a healthcare assistant and on a day-to-day basis we'll go in, help do personal care, make sure everyone's okay, do dietary needs, help with the nurses, just make sure everyone's okay really. Just make sure everyone's got everything they everything need. They need. So can I ask you both, um, what is it that kind of motivates you to do this this job it's a very specific sort of role in a hospice isn't it and um, what what sort of brought you here and motivated you to do this I think for me personally um, being part of end of life care um, is actually a privilege um, to be involved um, at that stage of somebody's life we only get one opportunity um, at end of life care and um, I like to ensure that it's the best care that can be provided for an individual and for their family yeah, the same, really. End of life care really, really rewarding. I enjoy meeting all the family, being able to help and participate wherever we can. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's, it's very rewarding. So it's, it's different from a hospital environment, isn't it? I know, Sarah, you've worked in, in sort of that acute care as well as sort of hospice. Can you tell us a little bit about how it's different? I think within the hospice environment, you have a little bit more time. Um, and it's less frantic the actual environment it's more calming um, and so consequently the visitors the relatives and the patient feel actually more comfortable um, and so they're able to come to terms with a, a very difficult stage in, in their lives. So tell me a little bit more about what this actually means to families and sort of what they get out of their loved one being in a hospice. I think for the families um, it gives them time to spend as a 
a mother, a father, a, a daughter or a son or a, a grandchild. And they can go back to being that role rather than being the carer, um, rather than being exhausted. They're able to spend the time that they do spend. is, is actually quality time. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, my uh, father passed away at St. Joseph's. Um, and but so from a personal perspective, as a, a relative at that time, um, I was able to enjoy the last few weeks I had with him rather than worry about uh, what was going to happen. Even mm-hmm. though being a healthcare professional, um, it's very difficult to look, look and manage um, somebody at home. Um, so coming in here, a lot of the responsibility was taken away from me and I was able to have a laugh with him mm-hmm. um, and being supported by the staff. Um, and it was a very precious time um, for us all, um, even at the end of, um, you know, on his last few days. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to be with him, but my husband was. And he said it was it, it was a very magical experience, if that's the right word. Um, but he was, you know, a great honour to, to be here. And it's obviously we're talking to, to both of you today in, in terms of the nursing but there's so many people involved, isn't there, in the in the wider sort of hospice care, um, and and it's about everybody working together, isn't it? As you yeah. know, as as you both said before, it's the nurses working together with the healthcare assistants, yeah. but you've got kitchen staff, and tell us a bit more, like on a day to day basis, sort of there's a lot of staff involved, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of staff. Because you've got the kitchen staff, and then there's the cleaners, and they all just sort of go together and work with each other. Working within St Joseph's, it's not just about the nursing um, team or the healthcare team, but it's about the whole team. Um, and everyone has plays an important part. Um, we're small cogs and a big wheel. And but our aim is to is all the same to provide the best care mm. to patients and for their families in um, at, at their end of life. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the same for everyone that works across the hospice, isn't it? This yeah. is the the end goal for all of us it's just you guys deliver it sort of on the on the front line so if we could talk a little bit more about the actual patient care so who the patients that you care for are what sort of illnesses they have and what sort of happens on a on a typical day for the patients within St Joseph's Hospice a lot of the patients are elderly and so have a, a multitude of different conditions ranging from cancers to um, Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, there are patients here with neurological um, conditions, mm-hmm. um, some deteriorating more rapidly. Um, and we are here to support um, all their, and meet all their needs. So what does that look like on a, on a day-to-day basis? Sort of what's the, the schedule, if you like, for a day? Sort of what would, what would happen? From a staff nurse point of view, um, first thing I do is take the handover from the night staff um, or the preceding shift. Um, I'll then do a drug round. Um, there's lots of medications that need to be um, given out. After that, um, quite often uh, we'll liaise with the, the doctor that comes into the hospice three times a week and maybe look at rationalising some of the treatments. Um, I then spend quite a bit of time with families. Um, a lot of families when they first come into the hospice have maybe feel very frightened and that can come across as anger mm-hmm. um, but because it's been a, a difficult road for them. And obviously when they get to the hospice, most of them will understand that this is you know, end of life mm-hmm. um, and that their loved one is not going to be leaving um, and going home again. 
and that comes with a lot of difficulties so from a staff nurse point of view we, we spend a lot of time explaining to them what's happening and, and what's going to happen will allay their fears mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time the families are exhausted and are just pleased that there's somebody else that can take over the day-to-day care of their loved one they're also concerned a lot of the time that the care isn't going to be as good as what they may be getting at home Mm -hmm. Um, because again I think this is more to do with guilt of the family member coming in into a hospice environment. Yeah no no that that's understandable Um, and Shannon from your point of view what what does a typical day of patient care look like from the the healthcare assistant? So on a day-to-day basis we'll go in we'll do the handover with the nurses we find out what's happened the night before so we'll go in, we'll do the personal care, make sure everyone's washed, dressed, repositions back in the beds comfortable. Then every two hours we do turnovers, which just releases the pressure sort, relieves the pressure sores, mm-hmm. make sure they're comfortable. Then just make sure they've got plenty of fluids, try to make sure they eat the meals and just making sure they're all comfortable really and families are happy about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you've both touched on sort of the relationship with the families as well as the patients which is a really important part of the the hospice care here isn't it as you said sort of looking after them as they come in and and guiding them through that process and Sarah I think you you said you know obviously families are are aware or become aware that their loved one isn't isn't going to leave again that this is the end of life and we provide bereavement support as well don't we can you talk a little bit about how we help families through that bereavement process um, well, the family are here, and um, we're able to determine how much support the family might need. Um, everyone's needs are, are very individual, um, but we're always here for them, to listen to them. And then post-bereavement, um, we offer the support that they're able to come back and talk to somebody mm-hmm. uh, within St Joseph's. Um, or if we can't help them, we can signpost them to other organisations. So it doesn't just sort of end when their their loved one passes away, we're here to support them? No, uh, uh, there's an ongoing care um, for the families. Um, A lot of them I know actually appreciate coming into the grounds, um, Mm -hmm. especially if they've been here for a while, and just take comfort from walking around the grounds, Mm -hmm. um, um, which they're, you know, that's not a problem or an issue. Yeah, and we've got really beautiful grounds here, haven't we, which I think are very peaceful for, for the families as well. Throughout the whole process, you know, it's a lovely lovely place for them to spend time isn't it as well um I think one thing that certainly I'd like to know and I'm sure sure our listeners would would as well is how you guys cope with the emotional side of this job it must be very difficult sometimes to actually go through that that process with somebody um so to both of you really how how do you cope with that side of of the work I think we work as a team and so we're able to support um, each other. Um, I think with experience, a lot of the nurses feel, you know, uh, we, we are nurses, we are professionals. Um, and yes, we feel empathy with the families, but it's the, the families' bereavements. Um, but we do support each other. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think as an um, organisation, um, that if a nurse was particularly struggling, that there is support out, you know, offered, mm-hmm. offered to them. I think you said at the beginning as well, Shannon, that it's very rewarding. So that must yeah. sort of help through that, that process yeah. as well, knowing that you're, of course, you're helping people in that yeah. way. So tell me a little bit about what it's like when a patient comes in. What will they find here? What are the rooms like and the, the sort of whole environment of the hospice? 
Um, I think when they come in, I think even just driving down uh, the driveway, you get a sense of peace. Um, there's three different units and they're quite individualised, but uh, each patient will get their own room um, that's en suite and the relatives are, are able to sort of personalise, bring in um, home um, touches, photos, um, little bits of art, whatever mm -hmm. um, the, the patient might like and also bring in their own linen. Um, patients are actually also encouraged to have their own clothes, um, which, you know, mm -hmm. gives, maintains their dignity and individuality. Um, it just helps to have these little home touches, doesn't yeah, it? It makes people more relaxed, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, and if um, the patients are able to, the relatives can take them outside um, around the grounds, which are beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the relatives also are allowed to go out um, around the grounds. Since COVID, obviously things have changed for, for relatives and patients, but we still try to maintain a very peaceful mm -hmm. um, environment uh, for the families and for the patients. Yes, visiting hours and things are a little bit more restricted, are yes. they, at the moment? There's visiting, COVID, uh, there's visiting restrictions um, generally, but within end of life, um, when we realise a patient is... Um, their end of life is imminent, we have open visiting and mm -hmm. relatives are allowed to come and go as they please 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. um, and we've said a little bit throughout this of, of how it's different to a hospital environment and sort of what what I'm picking up from, from you guys and let me know if I'm right is that it's just much more quiet and more peaceful yeah. environment. It's much more homely environment, it's nice and relaxing and say each bedroom Locks out onto the beautiful gardens. You've got mm. the big trees. You can even see squirrels running up and down <laughs> those trees. It just gives them something to to look at really and to absolutely to enjoy. So tell me a little bit more about the team relationship. Uh, you very much need to work together, I would imagine. And you know, on each ward, there's sort of a lot of I don't know, is the camaraderie within the team? I think uh, though the roles differ in some ways. Um, I personally like quite having a hands-on approach. So once I've done the more clinical stuff, um, all the, the paperwork stuff, I do like to go and do a yeah. lot of the um, helping the, the healthcare with turns um, and the, the basic care. And mm -hmm. when I say basic, it's not actually basic. Um, you know, it's very important, but I like to go and feed patients. Yeah. Um, and I like to spend time with the patients. You all get involved, don't you? Yeah. Teamwork. <laughs> Working within St Joseph's, it's not just about the nursing um, team or the healthcare team, but it's about the whole team. Um, and everyone has plays an important part. Um, we're small cogs and a big wheel. And, but our aim is to is all the same, to provide the best care mm. to patients and for their families in, um, at, at their end of life. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the same for everyone that works across the hospice, isn't it? This yeah. is the, the end goal for all of us. Yeah. It's just you guys deliver it yeah. sort of on the on the front line. Yeah. Well, thank you both for joining us today. That was really interesting. And I think for, for a lot of people, we don't really know sort of what goes on in your day-to-day -day sort of job. So it was, it was really, really interesting to, to hear that. And thank you very much. I appreciate you both being with us today. Thank you for listening to the St Joseph's Hospice podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If so, please help us to spread the word by sharing it on social media. Before we go, we would love it if you would leave us a review. And if you have a burning question about hospice care, let us know and we'll try and answer it in a future podcast. 
To find out more about St Joseph's Hospice, to make a donation or to volunteer for us, you can find out more on our website at www.stjhospice.org.uk. To make sure you catch the next episode, please subscribe to this podcast. Bye for now, and we'll see you next time.